0: Dear listener, welcome to your favorite New Life program. This is Adventist All Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel i Serving serving is on standby with the health segment. Today she'll talk about growing hernias. Thereafter, Steve Rondo will be joining us during the Bible segment to talk about equitable distribution. But first, let us listen to Lunga Lunga Church Choir with the song Sita Ogopa Kifo.
1: Tongo Pucky Fong, one of what Yesu am so are she now out? Devo long, offend, and for me, so in moment. What I am so i yeah. yeah. Wala Yesu wa nishinda mauti, ni muogo pena yekweli Yesu ni vameyamu Wala Yesu wa nishinda kifo Wala Yesu wa nishinda mauti,
2: ni muogo
1: pena yekweli
0: Back, dear listener, it's time for the health segment. Join me as I welcome Savi Muteshi.
3: Hello, listener. Welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I am your presenter, Musavi Muteshi. Our topic for today is groin hernias. Perhaps you or someone you know has had their misfortune of developing a hernia in the muscle wall of your abdomen, your belly, that muscular part of your body between your chest and your hips. A hernia is the condition in which an internal organ, such as your intestine, pushes its way through an area of weakness in one of your muscles. Hernias of the abdominal wall can develop on either the right side or the left side of the midline, but most frequently they develop in the groin, the lowest part of your abdomen because your muscle wall is naturally weak in that location. In men, it is the area where the tube that carries sperm from the testicles enters the body. In women, the core that helps the uterus in place creates the weakness. Groin hernias can also form because muscles weaken or deteriorate with age because of the intolerable stress of strenuous physical activity or because of the chronic cough that smoking will sometimes cause. Babies and small children can develop groin hernias because the muscles of their abdominal wall would not develop properly when the baby was being formed during pregnancy, leaving the muscles abnormally weak. A hernia in an infant may be visible only when the baby cries, coughs or strains during bowel movements. If you have developed a groin hernia, you will feel or see a bulge in your groin. Groin hernias may have no symptom at all, but when symptoms do occur, you may notice a burning, gurgling or aching sensation at the site of the bulge. You may also feel a pain in your groin when you cough, bend over or lift a heavy object. Groin hernias are not necessarily dangerous, but at times they can lead to life-threatening complications. I want to talk about groin hernias today to let you know when you should become concerned. What are the warning signs that your groin hernia is in trouble? The two major concerns are the amount of pain the hernia causes and your ability to push the bulge back into your abdomen. Dealing with the pain is straightforward. If your groin bulge begins to hurt, make an appointment and see a doctor for advice. Concerning your ability to push the bulge back in, you should be able to gently and easily push the bulge back into your abdomen when you're lying down. If you cannot, apply an ice pack to the area. That may reduce swelling enough to allow the hernia to slide back in. Lying down so that your hips are higher than your head may also help. If you still aren't able to push the hernia back in, the hernia contents have become trapped. That is potentially a serious complication that can rapidly lead to symptoms such as nausea, vomiting, fever, rapid heart rate, severe pain that quickly worsens, and a hernia bulge that turns dark red or purple. If any of these symptoms occur, you must see a doctor immediately. Doctors will recommend a surgical repair of any groin hernia that is painful, that is enlarging, or that cannot be pushed back in. Repair will relieve the pain and stop serious complications from progressing. There are two general types of hernia operations. One option is for your surgeon to make a long incision in your groin and push the protruding intestine back into your abdomen the surgeon will then sew the torn muscles back together, possibly reinforcing the repair with a synthetic mesh to add strength. After the operation, you'll be encouraged to move about as soon as possible, but it may be as long as four to six weeks before you're able to fully return to normal activities. An alternative operation exists if the proper equipment is available where you live. Your surgeon can make several small incisions rather than one large one. A tube with a tiny video camera can then be placed into your belly through one incision and miniature instruments placed through the other incisions. Your surgeon will use the video camera as a guide to place synthetic mesh over the damaged muscles to reinforce them. Advantages of this type of repair include less pain and scarring after surgery and a quicker return to normal activities. Most people can go back to work within a few days. This procedure is a good choice for people whose hernias have recurred after a previous hernia repair because it allows a surgeon to work around scar tissue from the earlier repair. It is also good for people who have more than one hernia in need of repair. Disadvantages include an increased risk of the hernia recurring after surgery. While you can't prevent groin hernias that are present at the time of birth, you can make some lifestyle choices to help prevent developing a groin hernia later in life. The following precautions are helpful. First, maintain a healthy body weight. Obesity increases stress on your abdominal wall muscles. If you are overweight, talk to your doctor about the best exercise and diet plan for you. Next, eat high fiber foods. Fresh fruits, vegetables and whole grains contain the fiber that will prevent constipation and straining. Additionally, lift heavy objects carefully or avoid heavy lifting altogether. When you lift, Always bend from your knees, not from your waist. Wearing a truss has been advertised as a way to prevent groin hernias when lifting. Unfortunately, they don't protect you from developing a groin hernia or its complications. And finally, if you are smoking, stop. Stop. In addition to increasing your risk of serious diseases such as cancer, emphysema and heart disease, smoking often causes a chronic cough that can lead to developing or aggravating a groin hernia. Health Nuggets is written by Dr. Richard Uckel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you for listening.
0: Welcome back, dear listener, and I hope that you're enjoying the program. I'm your presenter, Samuel Maangi. For your views, comments, or questions about the show, you can write to the producer, Adventist Hall Radio, PO Box 42276, code 00100 Nairobi, Kenya, or drop an email at awrnairobi at eku.adventist.org. Let us now have an item from Lunga Lunga Church Choir entitled Tangaza Wema.
1: Janga zawe ma a bwana, za oh, I'm in a fool, what a lame, oh, co-wanty, a lute, you'll go for a bwana. Jambazawem, oh, what bwana, Na memomo kila <Nirvana> siku tena memomo Mungu acha kuja na ujira wako tena memomo tena memomo kila siku tena memomo Mungu acha kuja na ujira wako C'est qui a eu malé nous, la pufanya comme au pensiamu, la chapa d'âne bouyamou, assez ma voie la woman deshi, asikha, yomanino, la pufanya comme pensiamou, la tapachana wabuyamou, assez ma boya wamaneshi, la me malou, Con ella, te da mi mano. Te da mi mano y la A sick and a memorable. At a puja,
2: I'll get out of my body. And a memorable.
1: And a memorable. At a puja,
0: It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I invite Brother Steve Rundu. Welcome, Brother.
4: Equitable distribution of resources. Today our text comes from the book of Numbers, Chapter 26, verses 52 to verse 56, and I read, The Lord said to Moses, The land is to be allotted to them as an inheritance based on the number of names. To a larger group, give a larger inheritance, and to a smaller group, a smaller one. Each is to receive its inheritance according to the number of those listed. Be sure that the land is distributed by lot. What each group inherits will be according to the names of its ancestral tribe. Each inheritance is to be distributed by lot among the larger and smaller groups. God told Moses that the promised land was to be distributed according to the relative size and needs of the various tribes. And he told him that to a larger group give a larger inheritance and to a smaller group a smaller one. In this way, socioeconomic equity was ingrained in the very DNA of Israel's agrarian economy. Biblical scholar Craig L. Blomberg observes, this ideal contrasts markedly with arrangements in other feudal kingdoms near Canaan in that day, in which by far the more common pattern was the concentration of the vast tracts of land among the royal and aristocratic elites, leaving a majority of the people in considerable poverty Similarly, when we look to the New Testament The book of Acts provides an outstanding example Of how the equitable distribution of resources Became an important characteristic of each and every church Then, today the same principle should govern our financial decisions 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 11 tells us that God makes us rich in every way So that we can be generous on every occasion Thus, distributing resources equitably means recognizing the fact that in God's economy he equips some with more so that they can bless others who have less. Now, Pastor Stephen Alford clarifies this idea of sharing the Lord in giving. He says that such teaching does not in any way support either the Marxist idea of communism or the kind of giving that encourages luxury or laziness in the recipient. In in giving teaches that while it is the responsibility of the rich to bear their share of the Lord, the poor are not excused from proportionate responsibility. Alford continues by adding this limitation based on 2 Corinthians 8 verses 13 to 14. And he says that Paul warns, however, that equality in giving should not cause the saints in one area to be eased while the givers become burdened. The Jerusalem saints were not to enjoy plush seats while the Corinthian Christians sat on hard benches. On the contrary, there should be wisdom and a sense of balance in the matter of sharing the resources of a local church. Some people do not accept gifts, lest they should be obligated to the donors. This, in Paul's view, is unethical. And this we can find in Second Colossians 8, verse 13. We should gratefully receive all that God gives us through our brethren because the time may come when we must reciprocate. This truth was not for Corinth only. It is relevant today. Today we must, or rather we may have abundance and tomorrow we may be in want. Today we may live in luxury and tomorrow we may suffer need. Today we may have the privilege of giving and tomorrow we may have the equal privilege of receiving. Now, brother, I call you to listen and think about this. What is one way in which you are rich? How do you share your riches with others? And how can the church act to ensure it distributes its resources equitably? I will make a prayer with you and you can cry to the Lord as I am going to cry. Let us pray. Lord, may the riches you have entrusted to me bless others in their need. May the gifts that you have entrusted upon me make me a better steward so that I can be able to be a blessing to others too, Lord. Father, teach me how to be equitable in distributing my resources to the poor. Teach me and make me able to influence my church so that we can do according to thy will. Lord, I have prayed all this, trusting and believing in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Dear listener, we have come to the end of our program. Thank you for keeping me company. For views, comments, or questions about the show, write to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, C.O.D. 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnarobi at ek.adventist.org. Until next time, may our God be with you. I have been your presenter, Samuel Mahangi.
1: What I am so are she not here? What I am so are she not here? What I am so are she not here? You
2: you
1: one So, I'll just give you a of
4: a little
1: bit of a little bit of a little of a Quando I have mauti
2: is that i a
1: Jenga zewe mawake bola, Jenga zapa u amelifu, Majirani wakote, Ewale u tukufu abwana, Jenga zewe mawake bola, Jenga zapa u amelifu, Majirani wakote, Ewale u tukufu abwana. Jenga zewe mawake bola, Jenga zapa u Mamma, Tina, see, Tina, mamma, Tina, Pujara, Tina, Pujara, I am a man, a bufan, a woman, a japa, don't go and do a semapoa, a woman, a she, a sequel, I am a and
2: I'm a maro, and I'm a pujar, and I'm a maro, 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 and I'm a maro,
1: and I'm a maro, 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 and i am a pujar and i am a maro